We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested. Sentenced to a week in she jail. She also tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down at the group? Rise and shine, liberty loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, JC. Woohoo! Hey, everybody. Let's just do some housekeeping while we're right at it. Make sure you like and share. Like it now. Watch all these people. The chat room is filling up. The, the views are filling up. While you're coming in, just hit that like. And why not share right now early so that everybody can see how amazing uh, truth can actually be. Uh, I, I was at an event here recently, JC, and one of the ladies came up to me and she said that uh, we, we listen to your podcast all the time. He said, she said, uh, our kids love you guys. Uh, they even love JC uh, oh. when he rants. Oh, wow. Uh, no, see, you got to watch out. There's kids watching you. And the little girl says, rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. <laughs> I fell over. I was like, no way. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> they're watching JC they're watching and then you know we it's it's amazing how the Liberty message is spreading around we went to the mall to buy Jace to buy Colton a shirt and the lady working at the mall we we're walking out of the department store and I hear my back excuse me excuse me and she says are you Chris Ann Hall? <laughs> I was like, no. Here I am in the mall buying a shirt for my son and some random person who works in the in the store we're shopping. She watched the movie. 
she didn't know anything about the podcast or anything. She she recognized us from the movie. Yep. That is just like the most incredible, incredible thing. We have a movie showing coming up. Uh, non-compliant screening in Naples, Florida tomorrow at the Silver Spot Theater, 911 Strata Place Street, 8205 Naples, Florida. Really excited about that. There's also going to be another screening uh, in Florida on Sunday, just outside the Orlando area. And if you want to know where all of these things are, then you just go right there to chrisannhall.com and you can find all those things that uh, we're doing on my calendar. I just, I, I, I feel like knowing that we have young people watching and I have my husband sitting next to me, I have had a uh, really annoying day. Okay, so I have this like thing right here in the back of my head that I am just so many annoying things have come my way over the last few days. And I've just been poof, 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 knocking them off. And today one of them grabbed me and I can't get away from this feeling of being annoyed. So hmm. I just want to let you know uh, I am not amused. I am annoyed. And one of those things that happened to me sparked you to make this post for me on Instagram. JC, you want to tell people about this? <laughs> a generation of sissy preachers has produced a generation of sissy believers. Oh, man. <laughs> I am just, uh, I this weekend, or this week, I'm telling you, this week has been... A, a spiritual trying for me. Uh, uh, somebody just, I, I don't know, if the little spirits out there that oppose us just come up every once in a while and just like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I mean, you never had any siblings, so you never knew what that was like. I had a little brother, right? I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. And that's what it feels like, JC. I feel like there's some annoying little demon spirit always at me going, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm just here annoying you. And I ran it, had a, had a very annoying confrontation situation with sissy Christians. I just tell you what, I don't even know how to even get into this without even, do you want to talk about the sissy Christians? Um, I don't know. Didn't we have a conversation about that on here? I am sure we've had several conversations about sissy Christians on here, but this yeah, whole just, thing, this, this whole Jesus is the turn the other cheek. When did turn the other cheek become be a pacifist wuss? Yeah, it's, when did that happen? Yeah, Jason? I mean, it's been around a while, but it, it sure seems like that's the mainstream of Christianity in, in churches today and preachers. I mean, for years, you've heard me, you've heard me <laughs> sort of rant about this for years every time Christian radio would come on. And and all every oh, yeah, yeah, every stinking preacher on Christian radio that that I, that would that would come on while we're driving or whatever sounded like some transgender Barbie doll. I mean, they, they <laughs> you all, gotta be careful now. They're, Barbie they're dolls all, are illegal in California. They they're all like, 
it's all this whisper tones of apologetic mush mouth nonsense. So I, I just, Jesus, I, I'm just gosh. gonna, I'm just gonna take everybody off today. Here we go. This is the other one that he made. If you want to raise boys to be men, you should turn off Christian radio. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you should turn off Christian radio. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. And so I, I was reminded yesterday, I think, at the soccer game. Actually, I, I sort of came. To let's a, not get too specific. I'm not going to, but I came, I came to, a, to a con, the conclusion that uh, I, I don't want, I don't want the homosexual sissy spirit in my house. I don't want my son exposed to that. So this is a reason I don't listen to Christian radio. Somebody said, oh, that's wrong for you to lump every Christian radio, all that. That's, that's fine. I get that. But I'm not going to take the risk because all of a sudden <clears throat> one of these sissified closet homos who call themselves preachers are going to pop on the air. And oh, this is getting kicked off YouTube. Today. I don't care. It's not just word. It's not just words. You should have probably not put us on YouTube today. I don't care. It's not just words. It's it's, it's a it's a seducing spirit. It is. That's people is. don't understand. So I I don't want that. I don't want that spirit in my home. Right. I don't want my son exposed to that. So no, I don't listen to Christian radio. I do not because it's too much of that. Too much of those losers on there, and 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 then the mess. You gotta, you know, you gotta wade through the music and the messages. You know, I, we're we're all we're all just broken, you know, pathetic sinners who are losers. And Jesus just loves losers, so it's okay. I know that you're probably depressed every day and frustrated, and you feel you're not worthy, and all this mealy mouth depressive nonsense. My Bible says I can do all things. Through Christ, who strengthens me. I mean, that's a bold, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. That's a bold, conquering, powerful statement. That's what the gospel sounds like. So these bunch of loser, first off, these so-called preachers, you need, one, you need to come out of the closet and then repent and get saved. Okay? Metro metrosexual exactly. preachers. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> bunch of metrosexual preachers. And so this is that's not what the gospel sounds like. If if that's what your preacher sounds like, if you and I hear them all over the country and we run into them all the time. So if, if your preacher sounds like this, all apologetic and just and just petting you in your depression and always talking about your weakness and your brokenness, we have to embrace our brokenness and it's okay. And and, and people battle with depression and that's okay no people have depression people battle with brokenness we have scars we have things but the point of the gospel is jesus came to empower you fill you with the holy spirit and you're now more than conquerors depression doesn't have to dominate you brokenness is not your character as a new creature in christ so if your preacher so-called sounds like that you need to leave because it's not just bad preaching. There is a seducing spirit that you're being exposed to, and you need to leave as quickly as you can. And if you're not serious about that, then you don't get it, and you don't know the potential untold damage that is being done to your family and your family's future. So these are the reasons I don't, 
I don't go around churches like that. I don't hang out with preachers like that. I don't have any preacher friends that sound like that. And I don't listen to Christian radio. There you go. That's my that's my rant for today. That's just a public service announcement. Not everybody gets that. Whatever. I don't care. But that's why, you know, we, we have these we have those people come in the chat room. We have them come in the chat room and they get mad at the way I sound. And, and they're and they're always, you know, you're supposed to be a preacher. That's because they've been sitting listening to these gener this decades and generations of sissy, fake Barbie doll preachers who don't know their butt from a hole in the ground. And so when they hear when they hear boldness, when they hear strength, when they hear no nonsense to them, that doesn't sound like a preacher because they've never heard a preacher. They've only heard these metrosexual hirelings that they've been listening to in our churches. That's all they know. So this is why people get upset with me when they come in the chat room. You, if I, I would, what I would love is to get, gather all those people up and, and and put them on a time machine and transport them to a service under Peter Cartwright. That's what I would love to do. And just just drop you into a Peter Cartwright uh, revival <laughs> and let you hear what a real preacher with backbone sounds like. And, and you would, I mean, either you would totally reject it or you would never go back and listen to these Barbie dolls again. Period. Amen? So that's my explanation of that meme. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear you say that. Uh, I'm glad that my annoyance has is, is somewhat contagious to you today. Um, were we having sound issues? I don't know. My sound is acting up, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> sound. Right. There's another thing I hate. Sound. Sound. Audio. Sound. Audio. Do we still have audio? Did you unplug the right one? I just so want to I can. Sure. <laughs> hey, I can reset it. I can run it back if you didn't get it. But that's the deal, man. So anyway, you know, if, if you come hear me preach, if I'm preaching somewhere, uh, don't come spec some whispery, uh, sissy, apologetic, stroke your brokenness preacher. Uh, I'm going to get over it. Jesus came to fix things. He's coming back to conquer, and he made us conquerors too. So put your big boy pants up and be a Christian uh, that looks like Jesus. I'm talking about fashion a whip, flipping over tables, throwing people out of the temple type savior. That's, that's the savior I serve. And that's probably what you're going to hear when you come hear me preach. <laughs> well, JC, I, I want us to be a teach show. And so I want to encourage everybody out there. You've just been taught. You've just been taught. Uh, you know, when you follow us on social media, here I am on Instagram at chrisann.hall. JC is JC Hall Global. Uh, you can also find me on on Facebook with which is just Chris Ann Hall. Mostly, if you just you know find the social media, put my name in there. If I got an account, that's what you'll find, right? So I just want to encourage you guys. Uh, if there's an underlying theme today with today's show, it's going to be this. Be a people bigger than headlines, okay? Be a people that are not controlled by 
what the media gives you. Be the people who actually go out and find the news. Don't be receivers. Uh, don't be consumers. Be hunters and gatherers with reality, okay? That's what I want you to be, hunters and gatherers. Part of my annoyance, JC, came from this post that I put up on social media yesterday about the CEO of Southwest uh, and their his interview with uh, Good Morning America where he said, we're not going to fire any employees over this, uh, talking about the what they were calling the freedom sickness of the pilots, right? So, freedom sick. Yeah, that's what they're calling it now. We're calling in freedom sick today. Gotcha. Freedom sickness, right? <laughs> you guys are going to put us on unpaid leave. You're going to furlough us. We're going to use all our sick leave before you do that, right? So they're calling it freedom sickness. And so the, the point that I was trying to make with this post, JC, is that the power of peaceful noncompliance even makes the CEO of Southwest begin to change his narrative. Okay. So throughout this interview with ABC, he says, you know, we, we have to comply with the FAA regulations. We have to comply with the mandates. But then he says, but we're not going to fire any employees over this, right? So I put this up, and then all of a sudden, uh, uh, um, comment after comment after comment like uh, are, are like, oh, this is fake news. Why are you putting up fake news? Chrisanne, why are you doing this? The media says, you know, all the articles say that he says he's going to enforce the mandate. He never, he never says, this is what they tell me, he never says we're not going to fire people over this, right? That's what all the things. I'm like, okay, so then I point people to the article where I get this from, trending politics. Oh, well, that's not conservative people. That's not real news, okay, right? All right, so anyway, I said, okay, fine. Scroll down, hit the ABC News link, pull up the video, and listen to the video yourself, and there you have him saying, I'm not going to fire anyone over this. Well, here's the problem. All the media outlets, once again, completely silent on this, are cutting off the video before he says, I'm not going to fire anyone over this. So now what I have are a bunch of people in my Instagram feed, right? A bunch of people in my Instagram feed, on my Facebook page, claiming that I'm giving fake news because they don't go beyond what Fox News, CNN, or MSNB says and they don't listen to the video all the way through. We have journalists missing in action, but apparently we also have people missing in action. Not reading all the way through. Not taking the time to actually listen. Now, he says, I'm not going to fire anyone over this. He doesn't say I'm not going to put people on leave. He doesn't say I'm not going to do whatever. He says I'm not going to fire people over this, which is a change. 
because they were going to fire people over this. So the key here is you have to stay united in peaceful non-compliance, but then you must also stay vigilant and uh, resilient. You must see this all the way through to the end. These guys have to stay out. They have to keep out sick until he actually has to change his tune. Because as I put in the post here, it is very, very clear and, and to, to people who actually read the EO. There is, first off, let's be clear. I'm going to put this on the record. There is no executive order mandating vaccinations on private businesses. The only EO out there has to do with federal employees and it allows for exemptions. Okay? So there is no, you must do this or be fired. That's not how it works. So employers and companies can require vaccinations without firing the unvaccinated. That's key number one. There is no EO that mandates employees of non-governmental businesses to be fired for not getting the vaccine. There is no Department of Labor rule that says the unvaccinated employees must be fired. Only people who have succumbed to the lies of politicians and their paid media harlots believe people must be fired for being unvaccinated. That's the key. And here's the thing. If I can help you with one thing, okay, go here, listen to the whole thing, listen to him say, I'm not going to fire people over this. And then when you fill out your exemption form, do me a favor, will you please? Remind your employer that they can, that they will be held liable for every adverse reaction to these shots when they mandate them. I don't know how to get very any clearer about that. Even the EEOC, who has equivocated on many things, waffled and waved, will tell you, if a private employer mandates a shot, they will be held civilly liable and accountable. So I think at the end of the day, JC, CEO uh, Gary Kelly of Southwest is going to wish that he had bucked the federal narrative because I don't know if you saw this the other day, just, just recently, an airline pilot passed out in flight. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the first time someone dies from this shot, the CEO of Southwest Airlines is going to wish that they had not mandated this. And that's, that's just, that's just the bottom line. So I, I just, I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed personally at the media, but I'm annoyed at the conservative constituency that still listens to this 
media narrative. So much so, JC, that what they're willing to do is come on my social media and tell me I'm giving you fake news, I'm lying to you, I'm not giving you sources. I always give you my sources. I always get what I have up there. Don't tell me I'm lying and giving you fake news. And by the way, if you don't want to go watch the video that I have provided for you, and you want to tell me you're going to stop following me because I'm I'm saying this, then maybe that's an indication we're not a good match together. Because I'm going to require everybody who comes to me on social media to actually learn. To actually be a hunter-gatherer of the news. And I know you guys are. I know you guys are. And sometimes, you see, sometimes I fall into the whole narrative. I, I fall into the thing. Let me give you an example. I saw this. Now, you guys know I go to Salon. I go to Vox. I go to the, there, because I learn from them, right? I learn from them. So I want to show you. I went to, I found this on Salon. The economic cost of Republican tantrums. GOP customers are chasing workers out of their jobs, right? So I saw this, and I saw the picture, and I thought, I'm going to be able to read an article. This is what I'm predicting as I'm reading, as, as I'm just looking at what, what you guys are seeing right now. This is what I'm predicting, what I'm looking at right now, okay? I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to read how the left is now going to change the narrative of Biden's failing economy and his bad policy decisions that are causing our store shelves to be empty, our people to not have jobs, our people to not have ways to buy things, okay? I thought that I was going to find on here, they're now going to be trying to blame the people who won't shop for mask with masks on and people who won't get vaccinations and they were going to blame all of these economic problems based on this administration's pathetic policies on people who don't want to wear masks and people who want you to be allowed to choose whether you have a vaccine or not only that's not what i get I get Heather Digby Parton at Salon. First paragraph, white nationalists, Southern lost cause mythology, right? All of this crazy stuff. Then the second paragraph about George Bush and compassionate conservatives. Are we going back to our other mics? <laughs> and then I kind of need you for the segment, dude. So. All right. Good job. <laughs> Need you for this segment. I don't know what's going on. And then I scroll down, and then it's all about how Barack Obama, not you, JC, nothing about the economy yet. Absolutely nothing at all about the economy. And then we have, well, there's no need to recite all the ways Donald Trump made everything worse. Isn't that a very convenient way to not say anything at all? It's a very convenient, look for that. That is a very convenient trick to not have to actually talk facts. This is it. Well, we 
we don't need to say how bad things got under Trump, right? Still, nothing about the economy. Now we go to January 6th. JC, help me out here, bro. What the heck is going on? I'm at the end of the article. And there's nothing about, oh, here we go. Over the years when Democrats promised to revive the economy after Republican government ran into the ground, as often happens. Yeah, because all the all the Democrat-controlled cities in America are like Emerald City, right? Detroit, Chicago. So here we are, finally at the end. We're talking about the economy. What's wrong with her? Help me out. Um, she's a highly celebrated liberal hack. Highly celebrated? The highly celebrated liberal hack. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So give me some background on her, because I know you did some stuff. Uh, so she's the founder of something called Hullabaloo, which, which she says is not journalism. It's called a Hullabaloo because its purpose is to raise a ruckus. So her name, well, whatever. But the, the so she received the Hillman Award uh, and was was called the greatest writer in America. So so it's kind of the greatest writer in America. Right, greatest writer in America. So the Hillman the, for, the word from the Hillman Foundation. So uh, little history, the Hillman Foundation. So this is the Marxist. Uh, union, right? It's a union um, uh, spawned organization. So Sidney Hillman was the, uh, the founder of the CIO. So if you, you heard AFL-CIO, mm -hmm. right? The, the Congress of Industrial Organizations. So he is, um, he was a Russian revolutionary. So he came over here, he came over with the mass uh, the mass influx of Jewish Marxists from from Russia, and so he was a he was a Marxist radical uh, mm -hmm. Jew from Russia. Came over and became uh, one of the leading uh, one of the leaders in the union movement, the Marxist union movement uh, in the twenties and thirties. He was he was really instrumental in rallying union support to get FDR. Elected, and the thing about uh, the, the thing about Hillman was he moved from radical, the sort of just street radical, which are you know the open uh, what they term as anti-capitalist, which we know it's not anti-capitalist, anti-free market. So the sort of radical anti-free market. So he basically linked the powerful labor unions with Jewish small businesses. And put on what I call a mainstream Marxist. So it's the Marxists that join them with business, right? And they put they put on this veneer uh, because people don't understand the difference between anti-capitalist and anti-free market. Right. So since since Marxism and communism is since communism is an economic system is a capitalist system, and people don't get that because we use the term anti-capitalist instead of anti-free market. So then they're able to they're able to put on he's able to put on this sort of costume uh, and become acceptable to mainstream people and workers 
and, and so this is who, that's the organization that thinks this writer, Digsby, is the greatest writer in America. So that really tells you all you need to know. It looks like they may be throttling our internet, is what everybody's saying. Because I'm watching you down here, and we're like yeah. glitchy on, and this is, is that YouTube or is that Facebook you're there? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. We should so probably have a short show. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. I, I, I did run across this. Just pause for just a second. Pause for a second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Brian says they're dragging our live stream. Yeah, I guess the fact that I, I mean, even I said he was a Jewish Marxist, so now I hit the anti-Semitism flag. Oh, like you yeah. can't even, you can't even state just basic historical fact about an individual with personal, right. <laughs> his, his personal history and personal traits. Right. Uh, right. That's anti-Semitism. If I say that he this, believed in this Judaism, guy who was a Jew he was, was Jewish. He, his faith was Jewish in Judaism. He was a Jewish man who was also a Marxist. Yeah, so probably we probably triggered that AI flag right there. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, you know, Kyrie Irving has been uniting the NBA players for choice on vaccinations, right? You, you're aware of that. I'm just making sure you're on board here with me. <laughs> you listening to that and me at the same time. So I came across no, I this. Just, what? No. <laughs> I thought we were taking the exit ramp since this our is, sound was trash. Yes, this is the exit ramp because I want to do this. So I kind of checked out. So okay. I'm back in. All right. Thanks. This is the exit ramp. This is our last story and then we're going to go. So Kyrie Irving has been helping unite the uh, NBA players in their choice. And now what's happening is that uh, the Brooklyn Nets general manager says that Kyrie Irving would not be playing or practicing with the team until he gets vaccinated. And Mark said uh, that he's getting exactly what he deserves, right? So you know what Kyrie is actually getting? Paid. Kyrie is getting paid. Mm -hmm. Kyrie is getting a paid vacation. Whether he plays or not, they're still going to pay him every penny in his contract. They have to. So he's getting what he deserves. Yeah, you have to pay the contract as written. It has to be. Yeah. Contract has to be carried out as written. Right. So I'm sure they don't have a provision for firing him without pay. Right. In the contract. Well, they don't have a provision to suspend him for games without pay in the contract. No. I've I've had the honor of reading several professional contract uh, athlete contracts lately, and I know what they look like. And so, what's very very interesting is this idea, this leftist liberal slant, that he's getting exactly what he deserves for being an agitator, right? For organizing people for choice and what he's getting 
is paid. I think that's beautiful. I don't know what else you would call that, but just flat out beautiful. So, Kyrie, my hat's off to you, my friend. Am I saying his name right? Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. Okay. Kyrie, I don't know if you'd ever listen to our show or not, but my hat's off to you, my friend. And I am glad you are getting paid. And I also stand with you and I commend you for having the conviction, the boldness, and the principle to say, you know what? You're not going to bully me and you're still going to pay me. I think that's what I'm going to do. So, JC says we got to go today. About the sound, guys. I, I don't know. So, we'll fix it <sighs> and we'll have it right for Friday. Don't forget to come see us in Naples on uh, tomorrow on Thursday and see us in the Orlando area on Saturday. On Sunday, excuse me. Today. Go to chrisannhall.com for all that stuff. And if you like the show, leave your comments. Let us know. Share, share, share. Even if it's glitchy, it'll still be good stuff. It's better than you're going to get from CNN or Fox. So just a little, little shorter today. We'll be back. Yeah. Like and share, guys. You can catch all our archives at chrisannhall.com. And you can get educated at noncompliantmovie.com and at libertyfirstsociety.com. So don't forget, leave in the chat when you comment, when you share. Then we beat the algorithms. Remember, don't listen to sissy preachers. No sissy preachers and no, no white Christian music. How's that? God bless you guys. We will see you next time. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged one person will stand up upon a single person and then everybody else will stand a gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs a tampa bay pastor has been arrested sentenced to a week in she jail she also tore up a cease and desist letter we have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply so you will be free We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we 